Bishop Joseph Walker, the senior pastor of Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church, Nashville, Tennessee. Bishop Walker, good morning. Good morning, Ricky, and good morning to everybody. And we know all things work together for good. Those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Sometimes you don't realize that what God is doing is for your good, particularly when it doesn't feel good. Sometimes it doesn't look good, but ultimately it will turn out for your good. You know, there are times in which God will do things like he'll give you a blessing, tapped in something you can't even explain. Like this, the blessing of no. Sometimes you don't realize when God is saying no, he's protecting you from something. And boy, I tell you what, you can kick and scream and say, Lord, but I thought this was my time. And God is like, no, I'm protecting you from something you don't even know that's behind that door in that opportunity. You got to learn to thank God for his no. Then there's the blessing of not yet. That's the time when God says, I'm preparing you. That means that you're not ready yet. I'm preparing them for you and you for it. And those are moments you got to say, God, I see your goodness in that because they're not ready for me. And I don't want to walk into a situation where people are prepared for what you've placed in my life. But then there's the blessing of now. And that's the moment when God says, my promise is coming in your life. And that's the moment you got to get up and you got to move and not procrastinate and make that thing happen. So listen, wherever you are in your life, remember the goodness of God is all on your life. Learn how to thank God for stuff and not go through life complaining and know that God knows what he's doing. Question is, do you know what you're doing? God is good. He's good all the time. All the time. God. Oh, man. Yes, sir. That's a good word right there. Uh, Bishop Walker, let everybody know how you can be reached and how they can find all of your speeches and sermons and everything. Hey, everybody, listen. Go out there on YouTube, and I want you to look for Mount Zion Nashville. Check out our ministry, our sermons, and all of that. And then I want you to follow me. Follow me. Uh, at Joseph Walker 3 Joseph Walker 3 I want you to do that on Instagram and let me know you are listening to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show there it is alright Bishop Walker love you man love you too sir yes sir alright y'all let's go here we go Donald Lawrence right here Ricky Smiley Morning Show news headlines entertainment sports it's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show all right, got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. A New Jersey man who stalked and harassed his black neighbors in a viral rant and challenged them to come see me was sentenced Friday to eight years in prison after tearfully pleading for a lighter term. 47-year-old Edward C. Matthews must serve at least four years before he'll be eligible for parole under the sentence imposed by Superior Court Judge Gerald H. Breland, who happens to be black. Uh, In other news, nearly 700 lawsuits filed under the New York's Adult Survivors Act allege abuse of prisoners at Rikers Island. Now, of the more than 2,500 lawsuits filed under a special New York law, hundreds allege sexual violence against current or former prisoners at the infamous Rikers Island facilities. Lastly, an empowered survey of 2,000 adults found that Americans believe the average person should be able to afford a car by the age of 26, a starter home by the age of 30, and they should be able to retire by 44. Oh. Yeah, 51% say that retirement is their top savings goal. I'm Maria Moore, and that's what's happening in news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? Man, lots of good football action in the NFL over the weekend. 39-year-old quarterback Joe Flacco, who was on the streets a couple weeks ago, is keeping the Browns' playoff hopes alive. They beat Jacksonville. Raven Nation beat the Rams with a walk-off punt return in overtime. 
the Chicago Bears came alive and beat my Detroit Lions. Oh my goodness! And Man. Because, you see, I don't know if you saw that game, but what about Dak Prescott and them Cowboys? 20 piece the Eagles last night, man. He should have got 30 piece, man, for real. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, they lose to the Buffalo Bills. Game winning uh, touchdown was called off because the Chiefs wide receiver lined up offsides and quarterback uh, Patrick Mahomes got pretty upset and just went off on the referees. He was lined up offsides. It is what it is, but it's it's tough to lose a game uh, in that kind of manner. That's Gary, what up there, big dog? All right, Renaissance, y'all. A film by Beyonce released stumbles severely, y'all, baby, at the box office in its second weekend. Y'all, they're saying its week of on-week drop will be 75% as it is only projected to take in, y'all, only $5.6 million. They're saying this means that it has already relinquished, y'all, the number one spot despite a dirt of major wide release competition. Now, they're saying that the new movies to open this weekend were less mainstream, non-blockbuster fare, including the Emmy feature, The Boy and the Heroine, y'all, the um, horror movie, the cello, and y'all, the awards contenders, Poor Things, and Eileen, y'all, in its wide expand, y'all, and people are wondering what is going to happen, what is Beyonce and Blue Ivy going to do? Because, honey, this is not a good look. This movie is no longer number one, so we're going to pray for them, and hopefully everything gets well, and they pick back up steam, y'all, for Christmas or whatever, because I don't like that Beyonce falling like that, because we love and I saw um, that movie. Alright, the Kahlua Day is one of my favorite Kahlua. The Kahlua Day is seaweed. On the high end, you say seaweed. On the lawn, you say dark green. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, two chains hospitalized. I'm going to tell you what happened up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and... Ooh, hot. You can catch me at the hot the BRA 18. All right, Jerry, come out in the morning. Certain time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brett Tatad, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, the boy and the heron pulled in 12.8 million, taking it to the top spot at the domestic office. Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes came in second place with 9.4 million, while Godzilla minus one claimed third at 8.3 million. Meanwhile, Two Chains was rushed to the hospital following a three-car accident in Miami over the weekend. Uh, he was leaving a strip club called Booby Trap when his vehicle was struck from the rear, causing him to lose control and crash. Photos of the scene show serious damage to his car, suggesting an intense accident. Two Chains suffered neck injuries but was in stable condition at the hospital. He also posted a video of himself in the back of an ambulance to social media. He also was in Miami for the annual Art Basel, uh, Art Basel Festival promoting his collaborative collaborative album with Lil Wayne. Welcome to Kali Grove. So we glad the two changes. Okay, Gary said he just saw him at something last night. So that was awesome. The hip hop awards. Oh, well, that, they take that before. Oh, yeah, they take that before. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what you was you gonna say, Ricky? No, I was about to say. Uh, a side <laughs> note: I saw your uh, so so deaf thing. It came across my timeline because I never saw it, and I jumped off the couch and knocked over a whole glass of cool. <laughs> <laughs> when you so came crazy. out there, man, I said, damn, boy. On Jermaine the Hip Hop Awards. Did. What? <laughs> I'm still hype off of that. That thing had so me in my feelings all. I couldn't even go to sleep last night. <laughs> I was walking around knocking stuff and with my fist balled up like I was part of So So Deaf. Like, you what? So- <laughs> you so crazy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You crazy. All right. Last but not least, y'all, according to The Hollywood Reporter, the Grey's Anatomy spinoff, Station 19, will be ending with the seventh season. Executive producer Shonda Rhimes said goodbye to the show 
on Instagram Friday saying grateful for an unforgettable run. A heartfelt salute to the exceptional cast whose brilliance brought the characters to life to the viewers who continue to make it possible. Thank you for the magic, the moments, and the memories. Hashtag Station 19. She wrote alongside with a photo of the cast. So congratulations to Shonda Rhimes because no matter what she does, it is always amazing and successful. All right, y'all, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. Oh, Lord. What we get? You said we got the joke of the day? Oh, pimpin'. Lord. Rock T. Pimpin', pimpin'. We got the joke of the day coming up next, y'all. Rock T, <laughs> is it going to be funny? <laughs> Let's get it, boy, boy. That mean hell no. <laughs> it's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. About that time for Rock T. <laughs> joke. What do you call ghost poop? What do you call it? Boo boo. He said, he said, do boo. I said, boo boo. But he said, what do? What do you call ghost poop? Yeah. Boo boo. Like boo. Yes, sir. How about how about Apollo boo boo? Come on, Brad. <laughs> I <Boo>. chuckled. <laughs> yeah, Gary. Let him know, Gary. Yeah. I got the droopy boo. boo. <laughs> oh, man. Boo boo, like boo and ghost. That's funny, dog. No, nah, man. What you call ghost poop? Boo boo. We're gonna put you up on stage uh, yeah. at Chuck E. Cheese with that with that uh, mouse. Yes, sir. Okay. And uh, Billy oh. Bob and Fats and all them and Pasquales. <laughs> have you up there uh, be the opening act for that band at, at Showbiz and yeah. Chuck E. Cheese Pizza? Yeah, yeah, man. Them damn jokes. Marie here laughing like it's funny. It's <laughs> a way he say booby. <laughs> right. Lord. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ricky, so if a person texts you and says, can we talk? Man, today you better brace yourself because you are more likely to get dumped today than any other day of the year. December 11th was dubbed Breakup Day back in 2008 after someone hey, analyzed Facebook status updates and found a ton of people break up actually two weeks before Christmas. Now, it's also found that there tend to be more breakups on Mondays in general. So the 11th is a double whammy this year. Expert think, experts think that there are a few reasons for it. I mean, the holidays are stressful. You might be having second thoughts about a person meeting your family. And a surprising number of us will break up just to get out of buying somebody a gift. Lord. Turn in the calendar. That's, that's real cheap and petty. It is. It is. To break up somebody over that. That's, yeah. that's dumb. That means you ain't got no money or nothing. You could... You could, yeah, that's dumb. You or can just, do something just creative. Sh- a trifling person uh, because the holidays is the time when you want to be with the person that you love. That's if you really care about them. That's really right. really care about them. You ain't going to break up with them over no gift. Right. That's right. Well, y'all, turning the calendar also represents a fresh start for a lot of people. So if things are not going well, it may feel like a natural time to cut your losses and move on. Now, the day of the year... Uh, 
you're least likely to get dumped is Christmas Day because that's just cruel. But don't assume you're safe until you make it to the 25th. Now, a poll found uh, some of us also avoid breakups this time of the year, so we're not alone, like you said, for the holidays, Ricky. But on the 26th, breakups again will start trending before peaking again in March. That's when people uh, uh, got gifts that they didn't like. <laughs> if you start, uh, what you call it, regifting? Yeah. Re- mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 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 and got got caught at somebody else's house or something. Ooh, we don't want none yeah. of that. Yeah, that's when they do that double family. They gone that evening. Oh. <laughs> right, Gary? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Be with the man on Christmas Day, then Christmas yeah. night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord uh-huh. Jesus. My Lord. And get over there on the 26th. She put that thing on you, boy. You don't go back. <laughs> 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 no man. <ma'am. laughs> <laughs> that was Brett. That was oh, Brett. Brett stopped it. <laughs> so you mean to tell me that y'all y'all can reach the ceiling when it's time for you to tape your phone up there so you could do that little ceiling challenge and you start throwing them yams around in a circle, but you can't <laughs> reach the ceiling when it's time for you to change that smoke detector battery. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. We see you. We we still hear that beep too. But now y'all done messed up now. Y'all done showed everybody y'all know how to reach that ceiling now. We don't we don't want to hear no more excuses. I bet if you turn that audio down in the background of half of them videos, you're gonna hear that beep. Get up. Mm-hmm. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. Hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the T and the color of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Monday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. The prayer warriors are definitely, y'all, being solicited just in time before Christmas for a colleague of mine's, y'all, all of ours, honey, Tamar Braxton, honey. People are out there just putting all kind of spewing, all kind of lies, saying stuff about Tamar. Mars, um, um, boyfriend, um, Jeremy, um, Robinson, y'all. It, it, it's just a sad situation, y'all. But nevertheless, honey, Tamar, honey, she's standing up for her man. She went out on stage recently to speak out for her man. And here's what she said about her man and her alleged attacker. That's why I had to go get my man back, y'all. And I know y'all lying. If y'all thought I was gonna let my man go because he took some crackhead to a basketball game. Oh my god. No man. What? Man. Yes, baby. So her man, honey, um, Jeremy, J.R. Robinson, you know, he's the attorney at Tamar. She dated and they broke up and they got back together again. Well, while they were uh, not together, he allegedly had taken um, a woman to a basketball game, Miss Tommy. Um, and, you know, it, Tommy Lee, the actress in uh, Real House, what, what, she's on one of those... Um, Love and um, hip hop. Love and hip hop shows and stuff. And, you know, and Tamar said she was a crackhead, evidently. But nevertheless, honey, Miss Tommy got whiffed. 
of this story. And Miss Tommy decided to speak out and let us know what's really going on. Here, Tommy. All I said was, he had a nice suit. And from there, he was thirsty. That is your man. He knew it was a situation with me and you. And he was down. He was down to play op games. That and I sent him on his way. It wasn't the, I don't know, middle class house that he lives in in Atlanta. It wasn't the Bentleys, because I drive a Rolls Royce. It was when he paid for the Waldorf in points. I knew that I could no longer play this game. So it was a one night thing. JR, you never want to play with me. You don't want me to expose how you were saying that you kicked her out and she went back to her mother's house. Not Mrs. Braxton. Not Mrs. Not Mrs. Mrs. Singer with the sold out tour that JR also told me was flex. It was cap. It was she flexing. He said you was messy. He told me a lot of things that he shouldn't tell a stranger. I just met this man less than a week. Love, if that's your man, then you need to check him. Yeah, over oh, it was it was sad. It was devastating, honey. Then she also said, that. "Yeah, but then she claimed y'all that she did um Jr. dirty ass payback for the slaves, honey, that Jr.'s ancestors mistreated." And it went on. But people said Tamar need to cook or something. They said because she said that he ate up all her groceries, honey. Went to the house, ate up all her groceries and stuff, honey. So I'm like, well, girl, I don't does think she he was talking about groceries? <laughs> Huh? Well, she said her, his, her groceries. Uh-uh. He was talking about, okay, uh-uh. So, uh-uh. Yeah, not the... We weren't talking about nothing from Kroger or Publix yeah, or no. Tom Thumbs. Oh. Or Wynn oh. Dixon. No, sir. <laughs> really? Chitlins. <laughs> yeah, some other groceries. Well, honey, she said, I'm like, Jesus. I wonder if Jeremy told Tamar everything that happened. Yeah. Because he just kind of setting her up to look crazy, you know, bringing it back to life, saying, oh, I, I wasn't going to let my man, you know, go out with a crackhead or whatever she said. Yeah. But did he tell her everything that they did together? Because had she known, I wonder if she would have even brought it back up again, you know? I don't know. But do y'all think Tommy Lee lying? Or, maybe because she probably just making it up just to probably try to make Tamar look bad and stuff like that because I don't think Tamar, you know. Gary, the thing you can't do, you can't go after the other chick. You have to go after him. Yes. You yeah. can't go after the other chick. The other chick thinking that the man is single and went on a date to a basketball game mm-hmm. or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Take that energy, you know, and then we start the name calling, then that, that turns into something else because they got to social media platform also yeah. and yep. you don't want to get in you know get into nothing like that and it can be embarrassing to your brand to your yeah. family you know when you yeah. say Braxton you ain't just talking about Tamar and you it's got a hard. whole a whole brand go ahead Brett I was just gonna say it's hard when you break up with somebody cause then y'all get to talking about each other yeah. on social media and then people don't like him and then people don't like her that's his friend and then it's crazy when you get back together cause then it'd be like you know what I should've never said nothing I should've stayed yeah. out of it but he did issue an apology he said as a man I stand on being accountable I never should've gone out with that lady I never should've had conversations with her I regret all of it I should've never done that to Tamar she's an amazing woman I did some dumb blank uh, while I was single I love her and I'm glad to have my woman back this two show pass and I want to spend the rest of my life protecting my queen oh there you mm-hmm. go yeah that's tough but I yeah but doggone <laughs> if, if now, now if, if the other <sighs> keep talking and keep and keep it going mm-hmm. and then her followers keep it going and that stuff keep coming up on your timeline it's annoying that's gonna have a, a negative effect on the relationship and then they have an argument and then that comes up again and then 
that's that's hard to overcome. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I hope they overcome it, but uh, it's definitely going to be uh, a challenge, a test. Yeah. It's going to go into Christmas, honey. Nobody will get no gifts, honey. I'm telling you, it's just going to be too much, honey. Mm-hmm. Then the outside woman might want a gift, honey, and she might have some more stuff. But my thing you know, is... T- the, the girl Tommy Lee said she got a man that she lived with. I think he was in the background of the video. She said they just laugh at the social media stuff. Oh. So I guess he didn't mind um, when she said uh, what the what? guy did to her. Uh-huh, but we got to pray. All right, the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today is seaweed. On the high end, you say seaweed, and on the lawn, you say beautiful dark green. That's our Kahlua for the day, Lord, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord Jesus. No, y'all give it up for Gary with the team. Lord. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm Ricky Morris. I got your Get out your boy. 8669 Ricky. Here we go. Mr. Man, calling from Winter Haven, Florida. Want to give a shout out to my wife, Buntrees, my daughter, Bunteria, and my other daughter, Mario. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hey, this is Nick calling from Mississippi. Wake up, wake up. Monday, let's get it. Yes, this is Elaine calling from Spawnberg, South Carolina. Want to wake up everybody in the Sparkle City. Good morning. Everybody. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Yolanda. <laughs> And Alana from Spartanburg, South Carolina, waking up all my black people. If you're not registered to vote, get registered. If you are to vote in 2024, wake up, wake up, wake up! Radio, city tuned in, lock in. What's yours? Cause we gon' let them know. Let them know then. What's the wake up? Where you at? Wake up, wake up. Wake up. Okay. Street port, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Where you at, Jackson? Wake up. You welcome, McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, y'all, Rick's Mind of Morning Show. Listen, uh, check this out. Now, each week, uh, we read a question from the Rick's Mind of Morning Show social media uh, DM. Now, uh, Rock T, what's the question today? All right, so uh, good morning, crew. So I have never wanted to be that girl, but my fiancé is a straight-up mama's boy, and I need him to stand up to his mama. Yo, mama? We've been dating for two years and have been living together for six months. We just started planning our wedding and she is just too involved. We're trying to keep it simple and small and his mom wants to invite all her co-workers, all her extended family, and we don't even know him. He's her only child and says he doesn't want to disappoint his mama. But she's not paying for nothing. I'm not trying to get on the bad side of my future mother-in-law, but at the same time, my family and my fiancé... And I are paying for the wedding ourselves. Is this a red flag if he doesn't stand up to her? And uh, what should I do? Yeah, it ain't about standing up to her. It's about just saying, hey, here's what the budget is. Here's what we can and can't afford. Here's what I have and what I have to contribute. Anything that goes further than that, uh, you know, is your choice. If you have people on your side of the family that's willing to keep 
kicked down some paper. Did that make sense? Is that fair? Well, what about what about all the people that her mama or his mama want to invite that they don't even know? Well, let sell tickets. <laughs> huh? <laughs> For real? Yeah, okay. <laughs> what you think, Brad? It's not her. It's not her choice. You know, it's not her wedding. It's not her choice. She needs to just chill and let them do. It's their special day. Let them do it however they want to. Mm. Yeah, that's bad, but when you get them mother-in-law, them controlling mother-in-law Ooh, like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. and, and with all that with all that energy. Ooh. Uh uh that 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 that'll run a man off. Yeah, and if yeah. the man can't say anything to her, then you you need to that's a red flag. That what's, part, yeah. What's gonna happen later in the relationship when she do something crazy and you you ain't got the boss to stand up to her? Yeah, sound like she need to stay married to her mother. <laughs> right. Some, sometimes, man, you have to make that decision. Sometimes, yeah. mother, them, them in-laws, you know, a girlfriend, mother, uh, be doing too much and, and and all that kind of stuff. You know, what people have to know to stay in their place. You know what I'm saying? Like I was at a my uh, our granddaughter's birthday party, and I don't, I didn't just show up and take over. You know, because I'm Ricky Smiley or whatever, you know. I came in and I humbled myself and said, hey, if y'all need me to do anything, you need me to help with anything, need me to get anything out of the car, and go and sit my narrow ass down somewhere. Because it's not my it's not my party, that's her party, that's her daughter at the end of the day. Uh so so right. that kind of that kind of mindset uh alone would keep everybody, you know, in place. You don't take over nobody's nothing. Right. Period. Right. It, it, Period. So, uh, Gary, what are your thoughts? You know, because I'm listening to y'all. It's kind of sad. I mean, because that's her only child, for one thing, and she wants all her friends to come to her only child's wedding because she loves him. <laughs> and, you know, she wants him to be there. Oh, so, I mean, look, God. look, Shirley Caesar. Ain't nobody in the mood to hear that this morning. <laughs> she wants okay. for, the, for the nine months I carried you right. inside me, no, no charge. No charge. That's right. <laughs> Green beans, potatoes, tomatoes, even. <laughs> You don't go on with that Shirley Caesar theology. Okay. She want to show her son off. Yeah, right. she want, you know, Gladys and <laughs> all the church. Black Tony. Hey, you already know what Come on, bro. Who I need a car to go? To, I, I need to do a, TOP, uh, a TPO day, son. A what? T, TPO? It's PTO. PTO day? Yeah, dead. Bro, I think you ran out. So I, I, think you, I think you ran out two years ago. Nah, so I, uh, uh, nah I can still do that because uh, I can't come to work like this. Well, first of all, so I can't even come out. I can't even get out of the bathroom. Black Tony. Black Tony. Black Tony. Everybody got problems. Everybody Sorry, going through no stuff. Pro- okay, Everybody this, this, dealing with okay. stuff. Okay. Ask, ask, ask me this then. Anybody else is stuck on the toilet stool? Butt naked. Without no toilet tissue. Anybody else in that position? In that, yeah. in that position? Predicament. Yeah, that's, I'm, that's, I'm stuck on the toilet stool, but nigga with no okay. Tissue, okay, why why you went? You didn't check to see if it was toilet paper in there in there before Shout you in. went. My, I had the bubble guts. I had to get in here quick. Shout I had to get. I had went to bed, but booty nigga. You know what Taco Tuesday last night? On. Shout out, I ate all them damn taco and we ate some pizza. And I got up in the morning, ran. Where y'all get the pizza the from? Where you get the pizza huh. from? From uh uh from uh now where you get the pizza from, Shout the thick one. Uh, the, them big thick. What, what the thick one there with all the... Uh, Meat lovers. Pizza. John, uh, no, John. Uh, Papa John. One. Yo, the thick one. The thick one be real true. Hey, Black Tony. I need a hell no else. I'm on the toilet stool. 
Black Tony. Drop my keys. My drop. Shout out. Drop my keys in the toilet. Black Tony. What? Take the toilet paper roll and crumble it up and and just shake it. Just squeeze. Keep squeezing. It's gonna get soft. Cause ain't nothing on there. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I'm calling you for. Cause see, cause you sent somebody over here with some toilet tissue or some baby wipes or something. Every time yeah. I try to get up, shout out my stomach start rumbling again. Yeah, dog. Yeah, you oh, might need on. to take that. Because we don't need you up here like that, that's for sure. Excuse me. <laughs> my bad shot. Oh, my bad shot. Hey, I'll be there. I'm going to try to be there tomorrow, shot. Hold on. Hey, Brett. Yo. You can take off for a few minutes and bring me some toilet tissue over here. I, 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 I can't do it, bro. I'm at work. <laughs> I'm getting hot. I'm starting to sweat. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, rock back and forth. Rock back and forth. Hey, hold your legs up. Hold your, hey, hey, get your knees up, bro. Get your knees up and push and rock back and forth. Put my damn knees up. Shout out what the hell is wrong with you. I'll be the other McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Which one of you petty ass, nappy neck, no edge, still wearing lace front, and do get brave ass <laughs> done stole my baby scroll off my porch? But I don't know what the f*** you was thinking, because it's scrolling. But man, your dumb ass gonna be scrolling. And ain't nowhere around here to scroll, but to the Yellowstone, and so when I catch you at that Yellowstone, I'm yanking that big pamper, sour bottle drinking, noodle eating, <laughs> pallet laying, <laughs> baby of yours up out my baby, and I'm going oops upside your head because you gonna be stupid enough to steal the mother instead of telling your baby daddy and go buy you a mother scroller. Depending on how nice you want, you can sell a book or two of food stamps and get you a scroller. However, I got is mine. Cause if you think I'm finna be told poke top big ass all the way up there here while you scrolling in my baby, you done lost your rabbit ass man. I'ma give you three hours to bring my baby back to his porch where you got it from. You know where it, where what porch you got it off of. But see, I'm sitting around here on lay down front porch now, so you gonna sneak that around there and surprise me, have me a nice little surprise when I get on back around her and ask for that rat baby of yours in my baby. <laughs> No, no, no. I ain't gonna do nothing to the baby. I ain't gonna do nothing to the baby. But he getting up out there, though. No, Because I'm ooh, we. Ooh, Just more than a night. It's a lifestyle. You gonna learn today. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I wanna hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. All right, y'all. Gary has the tea and the color of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Monday. A beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. They found love on a two-way street. 
and lost it on a lonely highway. Now, we've been talking about Deion Sanders and the beautiful Miss Tracy Edmonds, honey, and you know how they broke up and, you know, Miss Tracy made an announcement that, you know, people said that he dumped her. Tracy said, no, honey. She said she left the situation because she knew her word and she knew who she was and, you know, things just wasn't going well, so they decided to, you know, separate. Well, now some people said, well, no. They broke up because of his job, honey. You know, his job being a Colorado University coach, honey. And, you know, things was going on and they had to separate. But now it's being reported that that is not the case. Now, they're saying that it's rumored that Deion Sanders dumped his beautiful fiance, Miss Tracy Edmonds, after becoming smitten, y'all, with a fitness model by the name of Miss Quiana Aviles. They say who's believed to be in her late 20s. Now, they're saying a self-proclaimed entrepreneur, Miss Aviles, already has over 220,000 followers on Instagram and appears to lead y'all a glamorous lifestyle. Now, I said Avalis and Sanders are yet to respond to speculations concerning their alleged affair or if it was the reason behind the coach's split with his partner, they say. But the apparent amicable split may turn somewhat more uglier, y'all, if it emerges that Sanders had been unfaithful to Tracy, y'all. Now, this yeah, girl, but, she's uh, a, but ugly between who? Well, uh, I guess... Tracy Edmonds definitely not going to... Uh, get out there and be doing like that stuff that's going on between Tommy and Tamar. She ain't going to do that. No, she's a, a very classy lady and stuff. And I'm surprised she even said what she said thus far. But nevertheless, the woman who uh, Dion is allegedly supposed to be with, she's a very attractive young lady. But I, my thing is, I feel bad for Dion. I would love to talk to him if that's so. Don't do that because you're making a fool out of yourself, honey. You got sons, honey. This woman age, and I promise you, she'll get the dead, honey, just to get to the son, honey. So, you know, Dion is getting older. I mean, you know, he's going through um, physical um, situations. How old is she? She in her 20s. They say she's in her no. 20s. Oh, wow. Ain't yes. no way in the head. I don't care how fine she is. I ain't going to be able yeah. to do it. Mm-mm. Yeah, so, honey, so if that's something. Yes, okay. And Tracy's a beautiful trying to woman. watch the news and she twerking. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. So, so if that's so, honey, it, that would be a very um, crazy situation. So I don't think Dion would be that crazy. I mean, yes, the young lady, she's attractive and stuff, but she ain't that damn attractive. But if Tracy going on her way, honey, you could go your own way, honey. Tracy, do what you need to do. You're at your All school. Right. You're at your son. Graduation. She'll oh, sitting over there instead of sending the chill sheet on that showing somebody she could do a split. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Okay. Not young. at all. <laughs> all right. Moving on in other celebrity news, y'all, they're saying over the weekend, Zeus TV star Krishan Rock, y'all, covered up the tattoo of rapper Blueface on her throat, honey. And that lady to Miss Cardi B is saying, y'all, that she is doing something that no one would ever thought she would do. Here's what she had to say. I kind of wanted to tell you guys, but I didn't know how to tell you. So I was like, I changed my mind. I want to start 2024 like fresh for a new life, for a new beginning. I don't know if today, what happened today is true or not. I simply don't care because I just been doing me. And there's no drama. And the thing I, and the honest truth is, you guys just don't understand that I've been with somebody for six years. Not everything is cheating, woman, this, that. Six years is a very long time. It's a lot of arguments. Cause I know I've been with somebody for this long. When it's just too long, this is a whole transition for me. Oh, no, they breaking up? Yep, that's what she's saying in so many words, honey. She's saying, honey, she got to go Well, that's classy because sometimes, you know, get ahead of the story before somebody else starts putting out rumors that's not true. And sometimes relationships don't work out. Sometimes you just better off as friends, Gary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I th- if you get strong enough and realize, you know, you can move on, honey, go ahead on and do it. Don't do it while you can't. You, well, you're going to still be weak and wind up going back. But if she's strong enough now and realize she's been working on herself, you know, good for her, honey, move on. Because they say, I mean, allegedly, it's been a lot of cheating going on. They've been catching this man allegedly cheating and what have you and stuff like that. And the sad thing about it, which y'all never understand the makeup of a man. Because if you got a, an attractive woman, a beautiful woman, you ask for this, you want somebody to find this, that, and other. These people work on themselves, build themselves up and to look a certain way, and you still cheat. I don't yeah. understand that. What in the hell is the deal? Yeah, and sometimes it's not a matter of being strong to walk away. You just get tired of the reoccurring thing happening over and over again. And you're yeah. just like, I'm just tired of it. Yeah, you know? so it, it, it's just crazy, though. So, But nevertheless, honey, if that's so and they're going their own way, congratulations to them, honey, and they need to do what they need to do, y'all. So there you go. And then my final story, y'all, this is a very touching story, but it's what's happening in the world. Eddie Murphy and Mel B's beautiful 16-year-old daughter, Angel, now identifies as a he, y'all. She's a trans person. They're saying Eddie Murphy and Mel B's daughter, Angel, is the latest celebrity to come out as a trans person. You know, they say in the past few years, more and more teenage children of celebrities have been becoming out as trans. Now, they're saying Dwayne Wade's beautiful former son, now daughter, Zion Wade, came out, changing her name to Zaya, and comedian Marlon Wayne's former daughter, now son, also came out as a trans earlier this year. Now, they say it's Eddie's daughter, possibly now Sun turned, you know, according to MTL, learned that Angel changed the profile designation on Instagram from she to he. So everybody's congratulating um, Eddie Murphy's daughter, Angel. And they say, now that's not the only change that Angel has made. He's cut all his long hair, which made him appear much more feminine and is now rocking a very traditional male haircut. So there you have it. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahluas. My Kahlua today, y'all, is seaweed. On the high end, you say seaweed, and on the low end, you say beautiful dark green. That's your Kahlua for today. All right, y'all, give it up to Gary with the tea. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Now, Serena Williams is reminding fans that everybody have bad days. Uh, the 23-time Grand Slam tennis pro shared a comforting mental health message on social media after uh, letting her followers know that she wasn't doing okay. Now, she shared, I'm not okay today. She said, and that's okay to not be okay. No one is okay every single day. And if you're not okay today, I'm with you. There's always tomorrow, she added. Love you. Underneath the post, several of Williams's followers shared encouraging words and praised her transparency. Williams's candid post just came one week after she took to TikTok to showcase the realities of motherhood after attending the 2023 CFDA Awards. And, you know, I love when uh, celebrities are transparent like that because it lets us know that they're humans like mm-hmm. the rest of us. Now, she's been very vocal about her mental health over the years, specifically her struggles after welcoming her daughter, Alexis Olympia, saying some days I cry and I'm really sad and I've had my share of meltdowns. Now, after her daughter's birth via emergency cesarean section, she she said she couldn't shake a sense of sadness that she had struggled with postpartum depression. I'm saying, honestly, I think people need to talk about it more because it's almost like the fourth trimester. It's part of the pregnancy process. Now, uh, uh, joining us uh, this morning is the chief professor of OBGYN at the Medical College of Georgia. We got Dr. John Luke. Uh, good morning, Dr. Luke. Hey. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Now, as we talk about maternal health, uh, maternal mental health, one in eight women will deal with postpartum depression and over 50 percent do not get treatment. Now, how would a new mom know 
uh, you know, she's dealing with postpartum. Well, you know, this is very significant in our community, Ricky, because, you know, one of the things is it can happen up to 80 percent of 50 to 80 percent of people will have it. Women will have it. And, it, you know, it's divided into two parts. One is perinatal depression and one is baby blues. And baby blues are very, very common. Eighty percent of women can get baby blues because it's what happens when your hormones drop after you give birth. So it's normal to have the blues, but it's not normal for it to progress after seven to 10 days. So if you notice that for some reason you don't or your partner does not feel well or she, the, 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 the woman does not feel like I'm worthy or I'm doing something because pregnancy is supposed to be a happy time, then you kind of have an idea that something's going on, like postpartum depression, for instance. You can have it, you actually can start before pregnancy. It can start during pregnancy. It can even occur after pregnancy. And the postpartum depression, you think about happening two weeks after you have the baby. If you're still not feeling like, I love it. I'm I'm a new mom, or I'm having a baby. I, I I just had a baby. That's what you start looking for. Those symptoms of depression, you know, sadness, feeling bad about yourself. And you know what else, Ricky? One of the great things that men can do because we can't do much during uh, our significant other having a baby. We can do something afterwards. We can watch out and be very very supportive. That's what we can do as as fathers. We can support the mom that says, "Are you okay? Let me help you. Let me help take care of that baby because that's part of it." Oh wow. Well, you know what? I have a question. Um why are black women twice as likely to deal with depression during childbirth? Well, you know, there's several risk factors. You know, one being financial issues, social issues, history of depression, history of multiple pregnancies. Those things come into play. History of thyroid disease. So there's so many things that occur with us as far as hypertension and diabetes. You know, we we have that. I have it. And and so it's one of the things we deal with. Well, you haven't dealing with those things and you add a baby on top of that and you're trying to take care of everything. It makes you at risk. We're still at risk community until we um, step up and get where we need to be. But um, I think that recognizing that and giving women a more support, you know, as a community saying, hey, you know, she got everything she needs for this baby, uh, not only for the baby, but for her. Does she get a little break every now and then, um, a chance to breathe, those type of things. You know, you, you're worried about your other kids. Well, is someone else helping with the kids, someone else making sure everything's okay at home financially. You know, you don't want to have to worry about bills. So that's why I think part of it is. Yeah. And, you know, as a mother myself, uh, Dr. Lou, I know how much of a transition it is when you actually become a mother. Um, I felt like I went through it over and over again with all four of my kids. And it's, it's very difficult. And then when you see a new mom, you think, well, you know, she's just going through the adjustments. But are there specific signs that family and friends should watch out for as it relates to yes, postpartum sir. depression? Yes, there are. And what, what, what I want to also acknowledge is that those people who are used to, you know, you're, you're told you're a mother, so you're supposed to be able to handle this. And you have other things. A lot of moms have their jobs to deal with and the baby. So it's like you're you're expected to be able to take on this additional role right. in addition to everything else you're going to do. Well, us as guys, we don't have that. We just got to be dad, right? And so and we've got to be a guy. So that's very important to recognize. So if you feel like you've had the baby and you're 
not feeling good. You feel like you can't take care of the baby, or you're like, they, the, I just want to get the baby away from me. I, just, I really don't want to be around my baby because it's so stressful. She's crying all the time. Those are signs that you watch out for. If you feel worthless, like I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm just not a good mother. I'm no good because I just can't do this. It's too much. That's another sign to watch out for. I, I just can't eat. I don't feel hungry. I don't. I don't. I don't want to do anything. That's another sign. Or excessive. You know, I'm, I just. I just want to eat my to, to feel happy. That's another sign. So there's certain things you're looking for. You just can't find any pleasure in life anymore. That's a sign. Mm. Well, you know what? Wow. I. I. Uh, I've recently had a baby. My baby is five months old now, and. Uh, I fortunately I'm blessed to have a a partner and a wife that is very she she has three children uh grown kids already so she's very nurturing and she she tried to do everything possible to make sure I didn't feel the alone and the 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 things that like a single mother would have to do so I'm very grateful for that but I did and I still do cry every single day but I don't feel like it's depression I'm just very grateful because I was a high risk uh mom I had my child at 48 I know I, I got pregnant at 48 and I was high risk high blood everything like that and the doctors told me later that they were very nervous <laughs> but I, I had a successful yeah. pregnancy thank God and I have uh, my, I have a very beautiful village t- to help me so I am blessed mm-hmm. and wow. that's what we need village to take care of our women uh, you know one of the things in Serena's case she is a super athlete right so mm-hmm. in, to be a, have a type A personality you, you have to accomplish well uh, there's no uh book to tell you your baby it's your journey and so you are going to not realize or and every child is different so it's important to recognize that and it's important to have that support she she's used to being successful at what she does well having a baby is a hard situation and part of her postpartum depression may have been because it's so difficult it's something new and each child is new and there's an expectation she probably expected to do a lot the more than she could possibly do and and that's part of what happened so it's like a roller roller coaster effect you feel like oh i'm not doing enough i'm not i'm not accomplishing this no it's it's each one is a new adventure like having four kids i'm sure you can tell each time it becomes a little bit harder but it's a blessing and you don't realize the blessing until they get much older Right. Yeah, so, is there a hotline or a website people can visit to get help? Because you know, for those who don't have a village, or maybe they're looking for resources, or they just need someone to talk to. Yes, there are plenty. Now, I'm I'm going to say this. I think your relationship with your OBGYN is very important. Okay, I think communicating that is very important. They had a I, they have this thing called that Eisenberg postpartum depression scale. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say it slowly. Eidenberg postpartum depression scale. You can look at it online. It has 10 questions. You, you can finish it in about four to five minutes. Take that test. See if you're at risk of postpartum depression. You can bring that to your doc. It'll give you an idea of <clears throat> if you have postpartum depression. So that's important to do. You, there's a lot of support groups that are at institutions, hospitals, um, anywhere to, to say that. So I don't want to point out one. I want you to communicate with your doctor. I want your family and friends to get that information for you. 
Anytime you have a person who you know is pregnant, make sure you avail yourself. Hey, if you need anything, I'm here. Just saying those words will be helpful and mean it. Say, you know what, can I take care of the kids one day for you? Can I give you a break one day? Mean that and do it. I think that's so important as a community because you can have a group that you talk to, but the physical action of helping is so important. All right, Dr. Lou, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, let everybody know how they can reach you and how they can follow you on social media. Right. Well, yeah, I'm Dr. John Lou, L-U-E. But you know the most important thing I love to do is I, I think as a physicians, we are a community of doctors that we should help our patient and our community. And, you know, this is my community, of course. So I want to make sure that all our doctors are available. But you can reach me at the Medical College of Georgia, J-L-U-E at Augusta.edu. Or you can reach me at uh, 706-721-2542. Hey, man, appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for coming on. That's a lot of good information. Uh, make sure y'all reach out to Dr. Lou. So, Ricky, a professor from Southern Methodist University showed that more than a quarter of things people hide are never found. And to be successful at hiding presents, you would likely need to search the gift spots two or more or three times to find them. Uh, the study found that people who wait weeks between hiding and searching for gifts may have a higher chance of forgetting where the presents are. I've definitely done that. Uh, rushing when hiding a present might be just as bad since it can affect the gift hider's memory. Now, one tip is that when it's time to hide a present, never assume that the perfect spot is a place where somebody wouldn't look. If you're thinking of hiding a gift in an unusual spot, you're three times as likely not to find it by Christmas. Now, have you ever lost a gift because you forgot where you hid it? Sure did. <laughs> not, not, not a gift, but nah. uh, stuff like our uh, clippers. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, different, different, you know, different things that, that you try to hide, and I uh, put it up hiding from somebody else. Your damn gun, I always lose mm-hmm. that because you always, try- <laughs> always yeah, because you, always- you should never lose. <laughs> yeah, because you always hiding it to keep the kids from getting to it, and then you can't remember where mm-hmm. you put it. Right, kids be finding guns and playing with them and stuff, so you got to hide them and, and put them up, and then you be, I be like the BB gun, I be hiding it. And stuff, but I, I got to play. I put it behind the curtain in the living room. Cause I be, Don't I be say where it's at. You spot. You had to leave yourself a note or something, or just ta- you know, just type it in your phone real quick. Right. Yeah, because when the robber come and you don't know where the gun is at, what you gonna do, Ricky? Yeah. Oh, he, I mean, he got no, he got a note in somewhere. Yeah, I got yeah, yeah a, a got whole nothing. bunch. You know of, where? Yeah, yeah. A whole <laughs> damn bunch of you come up in here. I got some. Boy, I'm like Charleston White, I, and I got two rocks. Charleston, you, like Charleston you can say White. that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. Well, now I've misplaced things before. Oh, go um, ahead. You you can't. A convicted felon can't. Message. Special K can't talk about it. Right. Now, Ricky, I have misplaced things before. Like, have you ever been, like, cleaning out a purse and be like, there go that lip yes. gloss. Remember that day you had that big purse and you were changing purses yes. in the studio? You yes. were like, there go the thing I was looking for. It was been like all kind of stuff. so long. Mm-hmm. Big purses, everything get lost in your big purse or your backpack. You have to try to remember to clean them out. Yep. When I tell you, you find some stuff in your suitcase in your Ooh. backpack. Oh, my God. <laughs> Something you done bought you done bought off of Michigan Avenue in Chicago. Yeah, come on now. Where the hell, them damn uh, little, little special Nike socks, Ed, and you done got yes. them hid into one of the little side pockets in the suitcase. Yep. Yes, sir. All that yes. kind of stuff. And I found yeah. dirty drawers. Oh. Uh, y'all, 
You always put the dirty drawers in the side of your suitcase because just in case TSA go through them. And go through Yeah, you don't want them to see your dirty drawers. So true. So true. Yeah, but because you know them them new underwear that be catching all the lint lint off your balls. All right, so Rick's around the morning show. It's the holiday season, and so many of us focus on Christmas and the holiday season. It's easy to forget about our finances. So we got our money expert, Janai Thorne, is here to tell us all about the money moves that we need to make before 2024 arrives. Uh, Janai, good morning. Happy to have you. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Good morning. Happy to have you this morning. And and so uh, the first question, I guess, in the past, college financial aid forms came out in October. Now, the FAFSA for 2024 isn't scheduled to come out until December the 31st. So what should we be doing and, you know, doing right now to prepare for financial aid season? So, Ricky, this whole situation with the FAFSA is a mess. Um, The Department of Education made a commitment to get these forms out in the beginning of December. Obviously, that has not happened. Now, this is crazy, y'all, because you think about it. This is need-based aid. You know, those of us who got that Pell Grant or work-study or even certain student loans, that they keep changing the deadlines for these forms. So what everybody needs to do right now is please set a reminder during this holiday season, that last week of December, to tap into the website studentaid.gov. Again, studentaid.gov, because you want to get those forms completed as soon as they come out. Because we got to remember, this money is given out on a first-come, first-served basis. Well, Janai, I got a question. Um, What year-end money moves do we need to make with our employers? All right, Brad. Now, we don't want to leave any money on the table, so it's really important that we're using up all of our benefits. So if you have any vision benefits, if you have any dental benefits, if you don't use them, you'll lose them. You Mm -hmm. definitely want to take advantage of those. Um, A lot of us have those FSA, which is the flexible spending accounts. Mm -hmm. You know, we can use that to pay our prescriptions or even certain over-the-counter drugs. You want to use all that up because, again, if you don't use it, um, you're going to lose it. And then last, this is the perfect time, Brad, to increase our 401k contributions. You know, we want to put as much money away as we can into that 401k. Mm, that's all good stuff, Janai. Good morning. Um, listen, uh, uh, many of us are also entrepreneurs, and I know I learned some big lessons in terms of my taxes <laughs> being an entrepreneur. What should entrepreneurs right. be thinking about during the end of the year? All right, so I'm going to give you a few things. I don't want all of our entrepreneurs to be overwhelmed by this list, but just pick maybe one or two things from this list that you're going to take care of before year-end. Number one, you want to make sure that you know how your year went financially, not how much money is in your bank account, but like what came in and what went out. Um, From that, Maria, now we can determine, we can put together a 2024 budget. It ain't got to be real fancy, but we got to know what are we planning, you know, what are we getting ready to do? And then last, when you talk about your taxes, if you had a good year, maybe you do need to spend some of that money. Maybe you need to buy some inventory or invest something into your business now so you can get those deductions so you don't have to pay all that extra money in taxes. Mm. So, Janai, I have some credit card balances. I mean, so what should I do before the end of the year? Should I pay them or just, you know, let it go into the new year? 
Listen, Jesus, now you know, we know, we know, we know, you got that money, Gary. You know you got that money. But, you know, it's interesting. Credit card balances are the highest that they have been in years. And y'all think about it. The average credit card rate right now, interest rate is over 20%. It's over 20%. So for those of us who do have balances, this is the perfect time, Gary, to go ahead now. Find a new credit card with a lower interest rate or one of those lower introductory rates and transfer your balance right now. You know, otherwise it may be very difficult for you to get out of this debt. All right. So definitely find a new credit card with that lower no interest rate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Janot, thank you so much for coming on this morning, giving us all this information because it's needed. As always, we just appreciate everything. All your information is always helpful. So if people want to follow you on social media and want more financial tips, where can they follow you? Everyone, you can engage with me on social media at Janai Thornton, J-I-N-I-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N, and my website is the same. Y'all have an amazing Monday. Hey, you too, y'all. Give it up a share love for Janai Thornton. More Wicked Spot in the Morning Show coming up. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Rick Smiley. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. A New Jersey man who stalked and harassed his black neighbors in a viral rant and challenged them to come see me was sentenced on Friday to eight years in prison after tearfully pleading for a lighter term. 47-year-old. Yeah. Do y'all remember seeing that video? Yeah, when they uh, went in and got him and took him to jail. And all yeah. the black folks out there. Uh-huh. He was going off. They had that on camera. And now he in the courtroom pleading. And the judge is, is a black man. Um, and he got sentenced to eight years for that. Mm. And he has to serve four. Wow. Yeah. They're so good. hopefully he good. will be That'll used as an a, example. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Teach a lot of them a, a lesson for that, for that kind of uh, uh, behavior in 2023. Yeah. So he pleaded guilty in October to four counts of bias intimidation and a drug charge under an agreement with the Burlington County Prosecutor's Office. Um, In other news, Democratic State Senator John Whitmire defeated Democratic U.S. Rep. Sheila Jackson Lee Saturday night in Houston's closely watched mayoral race. Have you been watching this, Ricky? It's been a whole lot of back and forth. There was a leaked audio in October that showed the congresswoman cursing out one of her staff members over the phone. (laughs) Now, she said that the leak came from the mayor-elect's office and he has repeatedly denied uh, Jackson Lee's claim, yeah, and he right. even referred to her as a bully in his <laughs> acceptance. That's where it came from. Oh my gosh! A lot so of back not, and forth. It's not going to be a runoff. He won. Yeah, that was a runoff. Yeah, that was a runoff, and he won. And they but said it was a landslide. The, is she still uh, uh, in her congressional seat? I'm That's sure. That's what I wonder. I, yeah, was I, I don't know if also. you have to stop doing that when you're Usually running. Usually, you do. You yeah. Give up that thing. Uh huh. You know. I'll look into it. I'll get more information from our Houston affiliate. But, yeah, that was big headlines over the weekend. Uh, lastly, an Empower survey of 2,000 adults found that Americans believe the average person should be able to afford a car by 26, a starter home by 30, and retirement by 44. When did you buy your first home, Ricky? Were you 30? Uh, I think I was in. Uh, I think I was about 30, for real. Okay. All right. Well, good. Okay. Yeah. You fall yeah, into between the 20, Yeah, between 28 and 30, I bought and bought a nice, nice little sum sum. Come on, now. Sum sum. Sum sum. All right, I see you. I wasn't, I wasn't even hosting, uh, hosting Comic View yet. Oh, that's I good. Brandon, I think Brandon was about eight. 
And uh, mm-hmm. Brandon wanted that house real bad. Mm-hmm. And got that doggone house. Uh, and had it for years. Yep. Gary, you look yeah. like you want to say no, something. No, because I believe in that. Because I was told that they say a 30-year-old Negro need 30-year-old things. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's the way that they say it. So. Well, I was like that, it. Was, was that good or bad? Yeah. No, that's good. I mean, because, <laughs> you know, that's what Steve told me when I used to work for him. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I'm Maria Moore, and that's what's happening in news. For more news stories and other headlines, visit like, Ricky's Monday Morning Scooby, Scooby, you on that one. What's going on in sports? <laughs> 30-year-old things. I don't know. Right, I, oh, I was waiting for them list of things. <laughs> a car, a car, a house, a, a credit card. You know, things like that. You should have it. There you go. <laughs> hey, man, shout out to Bronny James. LeBron James Jr. made his college basketball debut at USC after suffering cardiac arrest less than five months ago, man. It was good to see him out there on the court. He played only 16 minutes, man. Four points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block, man. But he looked good, good and healthy out there. Lots of good football in the NFL over the weekend. 39-year-old quarterback Joe Flacco, who was on the streets a couple weeks ago, is keeping the Cleveland Browns playoffs alive. He comes out and throws 300 yards, three TDs. They beat Jacksonville. Uh, Baltimore beat the Rams on a walk-off punt return in overtime. The Chicago Bears then woke up all of, all of a sudden. They beat my Detroit Lions, man. So what's up with that? Dallas Cowboys put a 20-piece on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they should have beat them by 30, but it is what man. it is. This could be the year that Dak Prescott turned that corner a little bit. We're going to see yeah. what happens. Everybody's still talking about the, uh, the call that the referee made on the Kansas City Chiefs. Buffalo beat the Chiefs, but... Um, there was a player lined up offsides in the in the touchdown, which would have been the winning touchdown for the Chiefs, was called back. Patrick Mahomes is a little angry about that. As I know as fans, you want to see the guys on the field decide the game. And that's why last week I didn't say anything about the flag. They didn't get called on the Marquez. And so, I mean, I, it, I mean they're human, man. They make mistakes. But, I mean, I'm, it's every week we're talking about something and – all I can do is go out there and give everything I have, and I'm proud of the guys because that's what we did, and it was a great football game that ended another great football game that just ended like that. It's just tough, tough to swallow. Yeah, the guy was offsides by about a half inch, but hey, it is what it is, man. What you going to do? Referees are human. Like you said, they make mistakes as well, but the guy was outsized. That's all I'm going to say about yeah, it. Yeah, he's supposed to check with the ref. Yeah, he got, he, got, he got to step back a little bit. He do got to step I understand what Patrick is saying. I've like, seen a lot of places where they be lined up offsides and the refs don't say nothing. That's what he's saying. That's his point. He's like, man, a game shouldn't have to depend on a, 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 a penalty like that. Like a guy that's barely across the line. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Yeah, but they teach you in Little League the line of scrimmage. Absolutely. This basic fundamentals because sometimes it'll come back and bite you. You can line up off sides and then uh, mess up uh, a, a win and play for your team. And that's what happened. That's exactly yeah. what happened. You got to stay behind the line of scrimmage. For shiggity. Uh, bring the tag. Got the hot spot right now. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot. Oh, oh, hey. Hey. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. Time for the hot, hot, hot spot with the one and only, the brand. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat-Tat, and this is The Hot Spot, where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, Terrence Howard was reportedly underpaid for his work on Empire. The actor has filed a lawsuit against CAA for an alleged conflict of interest in the company's handling of his Empire salary. Now, the entertainer starred on the Fox series for an entire duration of its six-season run, and at one point was even given the most-watched television show on Fox. However, despite the popularity of the program, 
program, Terrence Howard said his contract, which was reportedly negotiated by CAA, only afforded him $325,000 per episode at the height of his time on Empire. He continued that I was never given a producer credit, even though I rewrote most of the scenes and acted in the capacity of a producer. According to Terrence Howard, CAA never had his best interest at heart, as the agency also represented the show's co-creators, Lee Daniels and Danny Strong, as well as its production company, Imagine Entertainment. Allegedly, Howard was provided misinformation regarding the salaries of actors at his level of fame. He said, I trust the CAA to look after me, and they looked after themselves. In addition, the lawsuit claimed Howard's fee was racially motivated. His legal team said, Discovery will show this was racism. You won't find in Discovery that a white actor who was Oscar-nominated, Golden Globe-nominated, was treated like that. Well, I feel like because of the strike, too, everybody's going to harp on trying to get some more pay for what they didn't get before because it was racially motivated. So hopefully he gets what's due to him. Um, mm-hmm. And if it wasn't in his contract to be a producer, then I can't I can't really see them giving him a producer credit. But then they might get it worked out. He might have amazing attorneys and he might get it worked out. I definitely think he should be paid whatever he was due. If they didn't give him his three hundred and twenty five thousand dollars per episode, which is an amazing fee. You uh, need that. You need, they need all to of give that. him his money. Yeah, they need to give him his money. All of it. All love it. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I'm Mark Morial. I lead the National Urban League, and this is the State of Black America. It was 1973 when Eunice Johnson, wife of Ebony Magazine founder John Johnson and founder of Ebony Fashion Fair Show, introduced Fashion Fair Cosmetics to the world. Her makeup lineup quickly became a symbol of empowerment and representation for black women. But in 2018, after years of challenges and a period of decline, Fashion Fair ceased operations. Three years later, Fashion Fair is now being brought back to life with the leadership of New Orleans native Desiree Rogers at the helm as the company's new CEO and co-owner. Desiree and her partner, Cheryl Mayberry McKissick, have made their mission to modernize the historic beauty brand to compete in today's beauty market. The company hired a black dermatologist to help create vegan, cruelty-free products and began testing their products on melanated skin. But even with these improvements, some wonder if nostalgia and name recognition is enough for the brand to reclaim its former relevance. Fashion Fair's relaunch is something we should support, a business with historic roots, a business now led by two dynamic, trained, well-educated, and talented black women. Black-owned businesses face systemic challenges, limited access to capital, limited access to distribution networks, lack of data and research, making it harder for these businesses to sustain themselves. The return of Fashion Fair signifies a triumph over these obstacles, showcasing the relevance of viability and black entrepreneurship. Today's State of Black America features the newly revived Fashion Fair Cosmetics. We urge you to support. We encourage you to purchase. I know I will in my for my holiday gifts. Once again, support Fashion Fair, a new brand with an old history. I'm Mark Morial. This is the State of Black America. Follow me on Twitter, now known as X, Instagram and Facebook, and at Mark Morial. And I'll see you next week on the radio.